and welcome back to Sisters with Voices, Boss Lady, Part 2. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conclusion to this episode. How do you feel when you're walking into a boardroom? Oh, wow. Okay, because honestly. I know that you've been on multiple boards, mm-hmm. um, holding different uh, chair positions. Mm-hmm. And so how, how does that feel as a black woman walking in? Because I've never held a chair position. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about later what it felt like for me. But okay. you holding roles and positions and having a voice in there. I'm curious to see like your thoughts on that. To be completely honest, the first thing I think about is don't embarrass your culture. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that goes back to being strong because I think if you have a sense of pride for your culture, you're always thinking, how do I make sure that we always look good? Mm -hmm. Like we got some sense, you know? Mm -hmm. When I go into a boardroom, most of the time, uh, and you've seen this, I'm the only black board Mm -hmm. member, Mm -hmm. right? So... It's important for me to speak. Mm-hmm. It's important for me to get my point across. It's important for me and not be a bully about it, but, you know, really engage in thoughtful conversation right. and, and, and just let them know. Not only do I have something to say, um, the lens that I'm seeing it through, which is why I'm verbalizing it this way, is something you would never be able to come up with because mm-hmm. you're not seeing it through that lens. And I'm also thinking as I'm speaking Kendria, you got to make sure that there's always a door open for the next person to have a seat. Mm -hmm. Not only for them to just have a seat, but for you to say, no, 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 you come sit right here next to me. So it can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. It can be intimidating to walk into a boardroom and you're the only black person, black female, um, in a boardroom full of white men who are making big money decisions. Mm -hmm. And you know you don't have the money that they have. But I feel like my value is as equal to their value for for the other things I bring to the table. Right, right. That's interesting because my perspective is on the other side of just being present in a board meeting Mm -hmm. and feeling like what I have to say is not valid and is not even... No one is interested in it. Mm-hmm. And part of that has to do with the culture of the, the company. Yeah. Um, and the other part is, like you said, sitting in a boardroom full of Caucasian men mm-hmm. and one or two Caucasian women, most of them being 20 to 30 years older than me. Right. And, you know, just not wanting my perspective. I do remember uh, being invited or speaking at a board meeting as a ATM mm-hmm. year. Obviously, that was years ago, and I felt more valued then because my perspective was I was the person that was getting the job done, mm-hmm. and so they were wanting to know about service and what was going on on campus but when I moved into the executive position 
my value and my my input to those meetings were diminished. They they vanished. Really? They vanished. I wanted to participate. I wanted to be a part. Um, and I won't put it a hundred percent on the organization because I didn't vocalize it right either. But I didn't feel like I had a voice. And the funny thing is, we had a board retreat. And that was the first time I actually had the opportunity to speak to board members personally Mm -hmm. and have conversations with them. And they were almost shocked. I felt as if they were almost shocked Mm -hmm. at the level of competency that I had. That was my feeling because they were like, oh, you know, when I would say something and when I would respond and when I would speak on the organization uh, uh, you know their look of amazement like oh she oh she's not ghetto mm-hmm. or you know i i don't know what their preconceived notion was but i do know that how i felt was that they didn't think that i could articulate things in the manner in which i did and um it was it was a little saddening because it's like I've been I've been here the whole time. Right. For years. And you chose not to speak to me. You chose to walk past me. And I know part of it was, you know, don't speak to the board and that was the culture there. But at the same time, it's like you're missing out as board members. You need to be able to speak and have conversations with Absolutely. Um, people that are working within that company. So um, my my perspective has always been a little bit different, and I wish I would have the me that I am now mm-hmm. would have spoken up, but I didn't know how or when back then. And I would completely agree with that because I think the the me that I am now, um, well, what I was back then, I, I probably would not have not necessarily have the courage, but kind of the knowledge and mm-hmm. the comfortability to, to be like, you know, to not raise my hand. Mm-hmm. So I have this thing and um, I traveled a lot when I was a vice president and I would always make sure that, you know, when you find Southwest, you got to get in where you fit in, right? <laughs> I would always make sure 24 hours, I'm on that seat, right? So I know I want to get on the plane early so I can get an aisle seat because I'm impatient and I don't want to wait for two other people to get out the seat before I get up and go, right? <laughs> so I always sit on the aisle seat. And I remember at least three occasions where I was traveling and there was no seats left but middle seats. And so it'd be like a big burly man in the middle of maybe myself and another man. And I would automatically say, sir, do you do you want to switch seats so you can have a little bit more room? Of course they're going to say yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're going to take, they're going to proceed to take up all the elbow space. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing this thing um, because I realized I do that as a, as a woman, I do, just as a woman, not even as a, but as a woman, I do that, right? I'm going to allow them to take up the space because they live it like they deserve to take right. up more space, right? right? They live it like they own all the space. And so I made it a point, Kendria, when you get on this plane, I don't care if, if this man is six feet five and 300 pounds. 
he should have gotten here on time or early because you've done what you needed to do. Mm -hmm. So you sit here, you put both your hands on the hand rest <laughs> and he has to get in where he fits in. And I think being more cognizant of those little things, mm -hmm. um, Cause it seems like a tiny thing but it's really not and and y'all i'm i'm a pretty tiny person so i don't take a lot of space anyway but doing those little things over and over in different areas allowed me to be able to go into ballrooms and be like you know what i hear what you're saying but here's my take on it mm. you know um and then having some some points to validate you know what i'm saying because i don't need your validation right i know what i'm talking about so right. i don't need your about you don't say anything mm -hmm. but i came i saw i conquered and i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna walk out say of that here. again say that again i came i saw i conquered okay you know mm -hmm. so it 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 yeah so so now um I don't walk into a room any differently mm -hmm. i don't have the same type of intimidation that i felt even when I walk into a new boardroom, I also have a rule, always have something to say. Mm -hmm. Always add to the conversation. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Secretary, did you get that in the minutes? <laughs> okay. That's Kendra. Do you know how to spell my name? <laughs> okay. K-E-N, okay, you got it? Okay. I-A at the end. Please. Right. So, and I think that we have to do those little things mm -hmm. um, to make sure that people understand the bossness of who we are. Right. Right. So I have a, a side question. Okay. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you're not the boss, you're not in charge, and you struggle not to be the boss, not to correct someone, not to, ooh, you know, I know a better way we can do this because that's not your role in that situation mm -hmm. absolutely and i think we've all been there and again i think with age and with mm -hmm. other endeavors yeah. right um i am no longer a vice president mm -hmm. at a company but i am a president of my own company right so if i'm working for someone or doing some contract work for someone in essence they're they're the boss right mm -hmm. but you're paying me even if I'm working for you full time, right? And, and I'm one of your employees, you're really paying me for my expertise in this area. Right. And at this point in my life, I'm gonna give you just that. Mm -hmm. Because I have to take the rest of that time to put into my business, into what I want to do. Because if in the end, they come to me and say, you know, Kendria, we've gotta lay you off because we're having layoffs. There's no love loss. They they are doing that in the best interest of their company. Right. And I tell people all the time, you have to look at your family and yourself like a business. What is in the best interest of your business? Yeah. So probably when I didn't have anything going on, I'd be like, well, you know, I think there's a better way to do that. We mm -hmm. can do it this way and save the day and be the savior. And that's great. But now I'm just like, hey, what, hey whatever you need to do. Yeah. What are my little five marching orders? <laughs> because when I get done with them five, I have a whole notebook of things I need to yeah. do for my business. Yeah. that I brought that up because in what I'm doing now, when we were doing the trainings, mm -hmm. um, I do tend to pick up on things 
a little quickly. Mm -hmm. So they were doing the training. One of the people were having, you know, they weren't even having issues. They were just, wait, now how do you do this again? And so um, as we were working through it, I was like, hey, you know, I reached out to her and was like, hey, um, hey, don't forget, make sure you da 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 and mm -hmm. don't forget to do this and don't forget to do that. And her comment to me was like, man, you really want to be the boss. Oh, my And goodness. my response was, oh, I've been the boss. And that's a lot of responsibility. But I was trying to um, help you. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, no, ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm just playing. No, but guess what? Guess who's not going to help you no more? Right. Because you thought I was trying to be a know-it-all. And what I've learned and accepted is that I am naturally someone who helps mm -hmm. I want to you help are. people but that can come off sometimes as bossy um I know how I want to get things done I know the best way that works for me with age I've learned like I said that as long as we finish it doesn't matter if you complete the task the way I would have completed it as long as it's done mm -hmm. and it's done correctly right then I have to be okay with that but in a lot of situations, I tend to step up when things are, okay, so what do we need to do? What was the instructions again? I don't have a problem with that. Right. Um, last night when we were playing uh, games, I was like, wait, we need to clarify this. Uh, when we're doing the the next round, right? You can't get on your phone because you started. You know, let's clarify this. Let's, right. let's make it real clear. We're not just gonna gloss over the fact that you've been on your phone for fifteen minutes while we were seconds while we were trying. You know, those are things that it's innately part of my personality. Mm -hmm. And going back to the strong thing, I have to know when to allow that to come out. And there are lots of times where I have to just sit there and be like, look, 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 she's doing that so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I just want to help her. But they didn't ask for my help. That's not my role. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate, but coming from me, it's, oh, you want to be the boss. Oh, you want to be in charge. You want to be the leader. And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to help you. Right. But because it's me, a black woman, I feel like, it's coming off as, you know, oh, you you just mm -hmm. think you you know it all. No, but I know you're doing it wrong. Right. That's what I if do I don't know. know. Nothing else. <laughs> I know you're doing that wrong. And and the one thing that you just said was, I tend to step up. Mm. And to me, and I think we we have just so normalized. Um, even for little girls, remember years ago they were talking about like it was like a bossy campaign, mm -hmm. like you know when 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 women tend to step up it's like oh you're bossy mm -hmm. but think about this you stepping up is not displaying bossiness it's displaying leadership skills right so no i'm not a i'm not a i'm not bossy i'm a leader right and in a given situation if i see as a leader because i could be a leader in my community at home wherever if i see a need to step up that's what leaders do right. and that's what you should want in your organization mm -hmm. right and so 
I personally think just, you know, I, I have a little cousin and I remember having a tea party with her and I'm and she's like, okay, cousin Kendra, do this and do I was like, well, you are bossy. And she was five at the time. And she goes, cousin Kendra, I'm not bossy, I'm a leader. And I will never forget that mm. lesson that she taught me. Cause I was like, you're absolutely right. Absolutely, yeah. You have leadership skills. And the funny thing is that same person is the same one that always would message me on the side and say, hey, um, uh, so-and-so said there was an email, but I didn't get it. Can you forward me? Did you get the email? Hey, what time is the meeting that we're supposed to go to? Okay, right. if I'm so bossy and trying, why are you contacting me? Right. But that's not my personality. I I di we digress. Right, I know. We digress. But anyways, um, so let's start wrapping this up because we, okay. we are... Oh yeah, we we're over. Yeah, but um, we had to release some trauma today, y'all. <laughs> there was there was some boardroom trauma. Mm -hmm. There was some leadership trauma, but um, just being a strong woman is difficult, right? And having people perceive you, regardless of it's if it's a black man, mm -hmm. a white man, a black woman, which is hurtful. A white woman or any other cultures when you walk into a room there are I'm gonna say 20 seconds after you open your mouth that judgment is made mm -hmm. and if it's on a bad day you will work the rest of your time with that group whatever it is the black man the white man mm -hmm. the whatever proving that judgment wrong so any given day, if I have a bad moment, mm -hmm. I walk in a room and I'm meeting someone, I've just gotten off the phone with my kid who's pissed me off, uh, my man who mm -hmm. didn't do what I asked him to do and brought me a cheeseburger with no cheese. <laughs> I have to introduce myself and I'm like, yeah, hi. I'm, and then, oh, she's rude. Mm -hmm. And forever, I am rude. Even at my nicest point, I will always be, well, she's nice now, but when I first met her, she was rude. Mm -hmm. You always are we, having we, to do that. We never get a pass. Never get a pass. We never get a pass, ever. I think that um, being treated in the workplace, I, I can't say, I've had I've I've had black men work for me, and I've worked for black men. And honestly, I've never had um, aside from when I was twenty, um, maybe even younger than that. No, I was a little, I was I was in my early early twenties, still in college. Mm -hmm. um, aside from having like a boss like like sexually hit on me, um, I've never as I've gotten older and really into my career, I haven't ever had a problem uh, working with or for or supervising black men I and honestly I, I haven't um, had a lot of issues with black women either mm -hmm. or working for me or me working for them because I think I've been fortunate to have relationships where it's a, a coaching mentor relationship mm -hmm. however which way it, it is because we're on the same vibration um, I did have a, a white woman that put me into the VP position, but she is also the person who, when she was done, she was done. When I was when I wasn't a rock star that year, it was like, okay, who's next, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I, I think it's I think it's very very different. But for me, I want to as we're wrapping this up, I I want to say going back to just being a boss and, and and being strong, you're gonna you're gonna have different experiences with different people. Mm-hmm. And so if I could leave you with anything today, um, as far as being a boss and what you're gonna deal with, because you're gonna deal with some bullshit. Period. Point blank. What I would what I would want to leave with you is if you have a, a girlfriend, best friend who is a boss, if you have a male friend, um, that's, that's a, that's a black man, a man or, or a woman of color, uh, who's a boss, um, ask them because it's a lot, it's a lot to be, it's a lot, what they say, cost to be the boss, right? Mm-hmm. And, and those costs can add up so much and impact your mental health. So mm-hmm. going back to the initial conversation with Natisha asking me how I'm doing, um, one of the things that I, I've, I've learned to do with people that I wanna check in on, for me and you it's natural, I don't have to do this, but I have a question that I ask. So I'm gonna implore you to ask this question when you see fit. I'll ask someone how you're doing. And they may say fine, like I told you I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take it a step further and I say, okay, now tell me, how's your heart feel? Mm. You know, and I get, what do you mean? How Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. How does your heart feel? Heavy. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Excited. Let's talk I about like it. That. Anxious. So it's, it's the one thing that I've learned to do. And I even asked myself that Kendra, how's your heart? Take a break. How's your heart feeling? So, wow. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to use that one. And on that, that is beautiful. That's the way to start. So homework for everyone. Ask three people. How's your heart? How's your heart feeling? How's your heart feeling? Give us a comment. Let us know how that works for you guys. And stay tuned for our next podcast coming next. Excited. So we will hear from you all soon. Yes. And you will hear from us sooner. Thank you for listening to Boss Lady. Make sure you like and subscribe, and we hope to hear from all of you. Don't forget to ask someone, how does your heart feel? Until next time.